Welcome to Lights in the Sky podcast episode 99. Uh, 66. 99, casual chat about uncasual things. I'm Luke. Uh, Ton here. Hey, I think it's 66. Uh, turn your iPhone around. Ah, oh, 99. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it was upside down. Did you know that? Uh, yeah. Your birthday's upside down my birthday. Yeah. Is that like 69? No, it's a nine and a six. Yeah. in that order yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, episode 66 of uh lights, lights in the, the sky, sky podcast. podcast starring i hope you uh, stay tuned for the next 43 yeah. episodes to hey, wait a minute to i just realized we're actually at episode 99 really it's like we've had this conversation before so that means that i don't know let me do math you know we weren't that great at math we just designed um, that, r- rugby league and rugby union super plays. Yeah, the problem with uh, uh, math was um, Patches. I discovered my wife then. I thought it was going to be more about me, but I guess... Um, nope. nope. And Patches. Despite you. And Patches. <laughs> what was that again? The, the teacher, he wore a oh, yeah. blazer with Patches. Yeah. Wonderful Patches. He told my brother he'd never amount to anything, and now my brother's a sergeant in the police force. I give he was you like the youngest sergeant they've ever had. And he's still got his patches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If he's still alive, I guess. And, and uh, he also um, ended up living next door to my brother, so would see him coming and going in his police oh, uniform. That's weird. Yeah. Was he... Mm. What do you mean? Did he suggest sewing a patch on that police uniform <laughs> to maybe... No, I was just meaning, like, he told someone they'd never amount to anything and then has to live next to them and watch them Surely, go be a police Surely, like, officer. teachers know now not to say that. You would think so. The amount because of times you hear happens. that, right? It's yeah. like, if, 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 if... I mean, I feel... I, I, kind of feel, I kind of feel I wish someone had told me I'd never amount to something because they might have actually amounted to something if someone had told me that. Yeah, I totally agree. Or is it, like, motivation, you know, getting in your head now, you know, their mind... They meant to do that? They're getting their, like, you know, mental, mental dick in your brain brain and like there's two it around yeah there's like. two kind of schools of thought it could be that they do that they're doing it as a motivator or they're just an asshole just or a third they say it to everyone and the ones that are successful remember it yeah yeah um i think they're probably just assholes and they're, they're occasionally proven wrong probably most of the time they're actually proven right yeah yeah i think so i was told when i, I worked part-time at inwards goods at an electronics store to give up studying because um why would i do that when i've got a job there for life yeah it makes sense <laughs> well <laughs> they thought it made sense at the time now you spread shit around paddocks well no i don't <laughs> it's not what i left to do <laughs> you know in a, in, a, in a scientific way okay S- seriously though, that's kind of what you do not really. Um, we're just saying how before that people don't really know what our jobs are. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And we're proving it in this conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you spread shit on paddocks, don't you? It's like... No. No. <laughs> okay. Can you develop this app? Um, no. You were saying uh, how excited you were to get to episode 99. I think I'm actually more excited about this than 100. 
Really? It's like Christmas Eve. I think I like Christmas Eve more than Christmas Day. Because oh, Christmas yeah. Day is like, it's boring. Christmas <laughs> Eve is the... Like, I was thinking the other day, like, Christmas, all this build up to Christmas, like, I'm seeing it now in local retail outlets. Yeah. Do, Decor- do you need to date the podcast? Decoration. So, that, so that's irrelevant. I won't say, thing? I won't say, I won't say what it is, because you never know when the Christmas uh, begin, countdown begins. But we'll say it's circa, circa a few months out. Circa... A month with Halloween in it. Yeah. But closer to a month without Halloween in it. Uh, and seeing, <laughs> yeah, seeing, seeing this on the non-Halloween month side of the Halloween month. Yep. That there's plenty of Christmas stuff out. I always found that you get to Christmas, it's 24 hours, and then it's like over, get rid of everything, destroy every uh, remnant of it. You can't mention it anymore, get rid of the decorations, sell everything off cheaply. It just Everything's like, bad luck to hang on to it, it for too long. It just feels like, I don't know, like like Hanukkah seems to have something, it seems, there seems to be something there. It's like like multiple days. It's like when you look forward to a holiday, right? Like there's all this build up. Yeah. And then you have the holiday, and you don't go on holiday for one day. If you went on holiday for one day, they'd be like, why did I have all this build-up for one day? Mm. When actually, this is what Christmas feels like. That's a fair point, but for some people, Christmas Day is just the start of that. So Christmas is actually like, you got Christmas Eve, you got or Christmas the, Day, or is you it got the Boxing end of Day. It? Or is it the end of it? Or close to the end of it? Where like Christmas begins, like it's all the excitement of the anticipation from like no. days out. Well, it might be a little bit of that, but I was meaning like, that's a massive blowfly. Oh, see, you can tell we're getting close to... Getting closer to summer. Getting close to Halloween. summer. Don't want to doubt it. Don't want to date it. Don't want to date it. And Halloween. Now there's a big blowy in here. Blowfly. Um, I'm sure you said blowy. <laughs> <laughs> I would have sworn. Nope. Um, tell that to the oh, judge. Look at all that springtime blossom out the window. Oi. Damn it, I'm dating the podcast. Dating the podcast. Dating the podcast. Oh, they don't know where we're from. No. Could be any hemisphere. Any hemisphere. So anyway... Just south of here in Antarctica. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> um, uh, no, what it's meaning is like, because there's always that weird in between time where it's not, it's after Christmas, but it's before New Year's. Where like nothing happens. Where nothing happens. But that's, that's like the whole time. holiday period, right? Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. It's a good time. I've always wondered what that must be like in the hemisphere closer to the Antarctic. Arctic. Not Antarctic. Because it's no. dark and stuff. Yeah, it's like winter. You mean like, our hemisphere? The opposite, maybe the the northerner hemisphere. Like yeah, that's could be ours, right? With end. it could be us. Could, could be, be us. us. We haven't known it. We're not locating the podcast. I can't say I've ever been in that hemisphere during that time. Doesn't mm. mean I live there or not. It just means I haven't been there during that time. Correct. Could have been for all thirty-three years of my existence. I've never been in that hemisphere. Thirty-four. Not quite. I haven't done thirty. Not for. No, not yet. Yeah, no, 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 no. I have. Yeah. 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 Mm. Younger. It's so immature. <laughs> Move on. Uh, yes, yeah, so I don't know whether that's as enjoyable. And I guess um... speaking of um, age and death, which is where you were going with that, is it? You is mentioned it? earlier that um, that your family has bad hearts. Oh yeah, bum yeah. tickers. Bum tickers. You got bum yeah. tickers, and you said that was actually maybe a good way to go because you wouldn't know anything about it. Yep. So, so was the don't know anything about it a key part of of that? Um, why you'd be alright with it? Um, I just don't want it to be. Look, I think I'll be if like 
it feels like in this country, which we're not saying where we are, but it's New Zealand. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're definitely not we're, saying we're that. looking very clothed, very clothed. We are very clothed. We're very clothed. Despite Both the are blowy clothed. that was in here yeah. earlier. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't have to be unclothed for a blowy. We'll Just, make that. We'll make that very. There's a blowfly. We yeah. have clothes on. Our birthdays are upside down each other, but yeah, a nine, nine and then a six. Nine and a six, six and a nine, whatever you want to say. Um, that euthanasia is looking very likely to pass. Yeah. Uh, so. What like, about young people in China? So euthanasia, as yeah. in the um, voluntary young right people in to China. go and see young people in China on an organized <laughs> tour, yeah. slash. Uh, right to die <laughs> like the zoo animals yeah um, slash right to die yeah. um yeah quickly it's all good i'm just not about the suffering not big on suffering so I, if- I could never be one of those you know how they have you know you it's very 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 sad where you have those children and they're like hungry and, I'm like, and they're like need to feed you in like countries that i like the world vision stuff yeah and i don't yeah. say third world because i feel like a white colonial saying third world but mm. In lieu of the words third world. In lieu of, uh, I was like, I couldn't suffer. I'm, I wouldn't be good at suffering. <laughs> I um, would complain and cause all kinds of, uh, you know, I would, I would, you know, like I hate waiting in lines or very, very like minor suffering. waiting in lines so you yeah. can't be one of those world I couldn't be one of those world In line for their polio no, vaccines. No, 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 no. I just want to end it. If that was it, like, done. Taking it out. So, if- like, so just, and just so our audience know, I give to the children yeah i give to unicef someone i give i give i give money to them yeah and they still come to my door wanting money well which annoys me because i give them money and uh, it's like you should update your records and they're like sir you don't you you, there's no one at this house that lives no no one living at this address that gives to world vision i'm like well unicef i'm like well because i haven't updated my address from when i lived at my parents house like 12 years ago I so it's realistically <laughs> my fault that I haven't updated the address, but yeah. I feel like they should be doing it for me. And every well, time they come around, I say, update my address. And the door no knocker says, does. we're independent contractors. We have nothing to do with the mothership. And I'm like, well, stop coming here. And they always come here. So I realize this, this is mostly my up? fault. <laughs> Who was it that was ringing up and you were dodging their calls? It was like oh, UNICEF don't answer or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That happens a lot. Um, I think it's because you're quite often spouting about how you believe the children are the future. Yeah, I do. do I do sing that. Yeah, I've been known to burst into song about that. But anyway, I'm, I'm not. I, yeah, I couldn't do suffering. Sorry. Yeah. So if I had a contract and uh, it said that I'm allowed to kill you as long as you don't know anything about it, would you sign that? So, am I in ill health or am I like hunky dory? You're fine. Well, no, I don't, don't want that to happen. Okay, well, I think as far as we know, you're fine until you have a heart attack. But it's probably not going to happen until I'm older, right? Okay, so I'm allowed to kill you over the age of what? 70? 70? Yeah, I was um, thinking 70. So, I could come to your 71st birthday, and as you're blowing out the candles, I just kill you yeah that's fine <laughs> like realistically i'm only kind of interested in the first kind of 40 years of my life okay so like anytime after, after 40 yeah then. after that i'm like i don't really so I come to your 41st birthday and yeah. just off you yeah get me off at my 41st birthday <laughs> no you that's said not it, on the contract you, that's what you said and i'm just repeating it but if you want to come to my 41st birthday and get me off then you know i guess you're welcome to it <laughs> i'm okay thanks um 
Well, that's interesting. Mm. How would you want to be killed? It has to be quick, painless. Yeah. Again, suffering is not my. <laughs> yeah, I keep hearing I that. Just cannot. I do not fit the suffering model. If you had, I would just complain and complain. Like imagine if I had like a long cancer disease. I have those people that are courageous about cancer. I would complain and complain. What if you had one of those things that it? was painful but wasn't killing you? Like you had leg reconstructions. And no, just um, kill me. No. Where's the line though? Like one leg, you can't walk properly. Yeah, like I can walk for six weeks kill me <laughs> i'm gone I, I can't do suffering all right not 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 designed for it okay okay so if one of your legs if you get a broken leg and you're in a cast there's usually yeah a, you know. i'll give you an example here right okay and this is this is very true very 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 contemporary um example last night i decided to update my ipad to um the oh. ipad os 13 stop. software stop anything apple related that you have to update yeah. that's when you got my permission to kill me yeah it was an ab- it is yeah, just it, a nightmare it was an absolute disaster it was an unmitigated disaster um so it, it updated and i couldn't sign into wi-fi i couldn't um log into my mm. apple id i it, it kept prompting me every 30 seconds to change my passcode i changed my passcode and then we changed it again uh, on it it would t- update me to change it and this is it is an older ipad like not an old old ipad but it doesn't have the facial id like my phone does but um it was just constantly prompting me to change like um the passcode i couldn't log into any app apart from facebook unusually <laughs> but um and i was like right i'm suffering i was in a foul mood I'm like kill me now that was last night I was like i could have died do you know what that do you know what that it must be it must trigger that part of your brain that's to do with childbirth because everyone who i speak to that's ever changed or updated an apple device yep. has that exact thing they want to die yeah they, don't, they just want it to go away <laughs> but then as soon as they've got it done they're like cool i'm done and then they go and buy another apple device yeah years later I actually- like they've forgotten the whole thing ever happened but it's every time every without time fail. it was uh, like i have to admit that my um so I have an iPhone 10R, and that update was seamless, no problem. Mm-hmm. But the iPad was just, as I said, unmitigated disaster. And yeah, I was suffering, and I was thinking, I feel like one of those children in Africa. I lost my call last night as well. Oh, what? I don't often do that. You know me, I don't do that. No. You're um, a cool dude. I got a new bike, and yes. I was putting it together. A bike? A bike. A bicycle. A bicycle? Yeah, I got a bicycle. When was the last time you had a bicycle? 20 20-ish years ago mm. you're not gonna wear like tight shorts for i've ridden my dad's bicycle around not like a cyclist bike just one for nipping to the shops you don't have like those tight shorts around your testicle on your bicycle definitely though. not no definitely not you need those i will wear jeans when i bike you need those to make more humans i'll be one of those cool bikers on a push bike um and I was putting it together and this one bolt was just like insanely tight. There's the bolt that goes down the crank and makes it so the forks are, you know, moving in unison with the handlebars. He's doing hand gestures, which is <laughs> fine for me. But You get this, right? I, I, I get the gestures. So rather than the wheel doing this, moving independently of the yeah. handlebars, 
we'll tighten it up to do this. Yeah, yeah, I, I, get, both I, at the same I, time. I, I get it, but yeah, yeah again, uh, the thing is, <laughs> you often call me on this being a non-visual medium, and you, it's a very visual what you do with those hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, I'm glad there's a, like a meter and a half between us. Distancing yourself from the situation. It's quite intimidating what you're doing with your paws. So um, this mm. bolt was crazily tight. And I remember putting my bikes together from boxes when I used to work at the warehouse. And it was something like 28 or... Warehouse, by the way, is a New Zealand department store. It's kind of like a shit Walmart. Yeah. Everyone knows what that is. I think we've done this before. Yeah. Um, I assume everyone's listened to 98 other episodes. Of course. I'm Good sure they have. Yeah. Um, the, the, the bolt usually goes to about 25, 30 Newton meters, mm-hmm. which is the torque. Mm-hmm. It goes click and you're good. I must have had this thing torqued around to about 80. It was like I couldn't lever it any further and it was still loose. Like the forks weren't staying taut. And then... Um, it got to me because then the um, Allen key sheared off and I couldn't loosen the bolt again. And I'm like, well, it's pointless. I go and buy myself one nice thing. I've had all of this stuff go on this year that's made me work pretty damn hard. Yeah. And I've got this one thing dude. that's just taken me an hour and a half of, away from my daughter at night to put together and I can't ride it. And you just want to go down. And I felt like I can't take it back because no. then I have to drag this thing through a mall. And take it back to a desk where no idiot's going to know what the hell's wrong with oh. it. And I just didn't want to deal with it. And so I was I was ready to just chuck and this thing in the bin. You just want to go in your tight, tight shorts down to that big down ice cream shop. On the bicycle. And get you that five scoop ice cream that you can't eat. And it's too big to eat. You can't. Yeah. Have you had the ice creams in Duffy? Yeah, They're I have. Immense. immense. Yeah. Enormous. They're far too big. <laughs> yeah. Far too big. A lot of wastage. So then... Uh, Luckily, it's dairy country, so I don't feel so bad about wasting it. So then I tried again and managed to get it a little bit tighter, and I got on the bike, and immediately the wheel shot out from under me, and I fell off. Oh. And I was that pissed off, I could have just thrown this bike... <laughs> to the other side of the town so this last night was last night and i I was going through (laughs) my agony with my ipad as you were doing this yeah exactly and we were both just like kill us now yeah literally (laughs) i wanted to die like um and so then god we could have had such an amazing (laughs) like spiritual connection over our frustration with with various consumer products you should have turned on the mics and just really unleashed um yeah i've that's the angriest i've been in a very very long time and it was yeah just it's not like me um and so then and i guess you have to be quiet as well because your daughter's probably asleep no no no. this was the thing i was missing out on time with her so she was awake ah even even worse yeah so um the precious awake time you're at workies all day you come home you want to get your man bike sorted (laughs) yeah and yeah God, I was stressed. She can't God, help. I was angry. Um, and so uh, my wife uh, said, forward me the deets. Because we got it delivered because we're out of town. And I was like, this is going to be way easier. Just yeah. pop it together. Don't have to go in. Don't have to yeah, cut the easy, thing. Easy, And so that's why I was also pissed off. Because like we just paid for this thing to get delivered. And I'm going to have to cart it into town <sighs> to get repaired or something. And then still not have a bike by the end of it. And um, she managed to talk to them today on my behalf because i was just too angry i couldn't <laughs> and um called me today while i was at the docks and said i spoke to them i said you tightened it as much as you could you went on the bike you fell off and they were like holy crap uh we're, re- we're giving you a full refund um don't worry about sending the bike back 
dispose of it if you like. So essentially, if I can get that one bolt working, I get a bike for free. Bike for free, right. What's... If not, I'll buy another bike and get it assembled. Um, what do you think your chances are of getting it working? Well, now that I've already got the refund, I can be a lot more liberal with how I deal with it. Yeah. So yeah. one of the things is you can actually like... At, welcome to this paranormal podcast, by the way. Yeah. Obviously. Yes. Thank you for coming. <laughs> we do have something paranormal coming up. So just... If you, if you are hanging in there for the paranormal... I mean, this is a coincidence. Like, maybe there was something in the ah. position of the moon that made us both angry on yeah, the same night. Yeah, both angry with... Like, I had technology and, 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 and you had, I guess... Technology? well uh, tools tool, hardware 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 issues bicycle uh you can like uh cut a str- uh, uh slit into the bolt that turns it from a hex key to a screwdriver so i could try that okay but i don't know hold too much hope i think i'll probably just get a new one and then i've got all the spare parts i'll ever need and then you go to the shops get your big ice cream yeah wow okay so uh, this week uh we decided that Tony was going to be killed at the age of 41 while blowing out his birthday candles. I'm getting blowed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, anything else to add before no, we jump I, into I a thing? Um, oh, I'm staying on the cord. Um, no, I think that's... Um, I'm pretty happy with, with where we've gone with this. Like, I think I, I actually have solace in um, the, the fact that we both struggled. I, <laughs> I guess that I, got, I, I eventually did get my iPad working, but I have spent the last every waking hour i guess um did you work on it again today what i did is in the end i just erased it completely Mm. and backed it back up so i've had to uh reinstall everything um sign back into everything so ridiculous i mean it's fine it's working now but it's it's taken it's it like that one decision to update it's probably cost me about eight hours of work to get it back to where it is now like first thing this morning like alarm went off this morning eight hours of first, labor first thing i did was get into my ipad because all the thing i downloaded overnight and then started reorganizing all the icons and up and oh signing God. into everything and oh it stresses yeah. me out so while my partner had he had a shower i was uh in bed oh. doing everything with the ipad and the thing is you'll get a new ipad in like a year's time you will yeah that's what happens it's like childbirth anyway it's working um so this week we took a look at just to cut you off okay yep. that all right? cut me off yeah, yeah. are you done uh hold on <laughs> yeah i'm done i'm done okay um this week we took a look at another one of the amazon prime docos i've only set one finger up for this ipad for the um, fingerprint <laughs> i can't remember which finger it is i've done <laughs> it's gonna lock you out now you're gonna have to reinstall something it was ridiculous when it was prompting me for a new passcode every 30 seconds and I was able to keep coming up with new passcodes just to keep coming in and then I was like well I don't remember the passcode yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm locked out forever I can't get in like anyway I remember the passcode so. um, as you were saying uh, yeah we found another uh, Amazon Prime documentary to watch this week so if you if you haven't been following along um, we've just we've been watching first of all how dare you yeah we've been watching Small Town Monsters and other documentaries yep on Amazon Prime. On Amazon Prime, and so I um, just just out of it uh, out of interest. This one seems to be on YouTube. Oh, really? Um, and it was a four part mini series on YouTube, and I think this is what this oh, was originally. That explains a few things. Yeah, because it, it sort of has weird bits. We're like, whoa, this changed direction. Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. And yeah, so this one was an hour and 44 minutes long. It's long. It was so long. It was grueling. <laughs> it was, times it was really, it was really so, grueling. Oh, it was rough. <sighs> so there's... Yeah, that's my first... I feel like a champion for having finished this thing. That's it, right? Yeah. This is a marathon. Yeah, it is. It's just like... This is akin to the exhaustion from the first night you stayed up and played PlayStation all night. I felt dehydrated. (laughs) I watched it in parts. I was too angry from the bike. (laughs) I couldn't do it last time. Um, But yeah, it's a a big ask to to try and get through an hour 44 in my busy life at the moment. And I gotta say... It was rough. It was rough. <laughs> it's rough. Um, I think it started well. Like, Hang on, we haven't even seen what it is. The first part started well, and yeah. I was pretty happy with that, but then it went rough. So, okay, well, this week, I'll tell you a bit more about why I chose this. Yeah. Because um, I know you're hating on me right now for choosing this. But yes. I was Correct. listening to uh, a UFO podcast called Our Strange Skies. Oh, okay. I, recommend- I didn't realize we were telling everyone to turn this podcast off. <laughs> and unsubscribe turn this off go and find our strange guys it's they're way really better than podcast. us it is it actually i mean to be honest the whole stop, episodes stop, are stop. paranormal no no you shouldn't yeah <laughs> uh, but i really enjoy that podcast so it's one um i've been listening to and they wait talk- there's other podcasts yes i listen to other podcasts this isn't the only podcast i listen to oh my god well i'm gonna listen to other podcasts too now you don't, listen, that? You, you don't even listen to this podcast <laughs> no, i don't it sucks <laughs> <laughs> it's a parent podcast time, that doesn't you know yeah, like yeah, just, making bikes busy. and shit no no one is and they uh and on that podcast <laughs> it was uh, the they talked about um a ufo abduction mm. alien abduction at lake champlain Mm-hmm. and sort of touched briefly on is lake Titicaca a real place it is yes it's in like south america or central america or something okay. it is yeah okay go on <laughs> so they touched on this and uh on the ufo abduction but in passing leading up to the story they had mentioned about champ and i thought champ i've heard tales of champ before. yeah champ kind sports yeah batter up <laughs> whammy whammy why do i say batter up <laughs> It's like that's what a knockoff version of you know like, like one of those not another teen movie yeah. type things but they would have someone that says yeah. batter up <laughs> batter up <laughs> yeah weird I, mean, Champ Champ. I, was, I was i was in the right field <laughs> the right field to As play in, like right sport yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh and it, it's it, it dawned on me that there had i, I had seen a champ documentary on Amazon Prime, on our sort of list of revolving potential paranormal um, okay. um, films and uh, films, miniseries and docos, and I thought, mm. ah, champ, like we've we've so we've heard about um, other famous lake and sea serpents. Yeah, so, our um, favourite one, obviously, Ogopogo, Ogopogo, which had a cameo, Ogopogo, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Loch, Loch Ness Monster, uh, other ones that we've um, mentioned in Strange. There was we some... also love a USO, don't we? We do. We bloody love we a do. USO. And do you know that in the UFO tale um, associated with Lake Champlain, mm-hmm. this alien abduction story I heard, the UFO dives into the water. Oh. I was like, oh, it's a USO! Yes! Yes! It went from a UFO. Stuff. It transitioned. It transitioned to a... It was a beautiful transition mm-hmm. to a USO. That's amazing. So I knew this was a, a tale we probably wanted to um, to cover. 
so this was sort of heard this read this and then um clicked that there was a documentary around champ and champ what's champ so champ so we all so champ is a what's champ a lake monster what's champ an alleged lake monster Mm -hmm. and uh, an alleged lake monster who uh resides in lake champlain what's champ (laughs) i just answered that oh sorry Uh, and i guess like a delay in my headphones right right yeah (laughs) okay okay and but what's no 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 remember Sorry, been answered. Yeah. Been answered. Just, yeah. just, just trust me. I've answered. As you were. Uh, thank you. Thank you. When Lake Champlain, back in the day, back in the ancient days, it was connected to uh, the Atlantic Ocean, mm-hmm. and this was like eleven thousand years ago. And they found like whale skeletons in this area, and Lake Champlain is quite close to the border of uh, New York, Vermont, and Quebec. And having just been to Quebec quite recently, mm-hmm. uh, it's very close to Montreal. And I thought, ah, oh, it's another weekend connection to an area I've just kind of been in. So mm-hmm. I thought, ah, oh, this feels like a good kind of story to go to. Um, all signs were wrong because this documentary just was way too long and it was kind of painful. But It was rough too. Like, as in, not rough as in like a tough sit, but like rough as in, I don't feel like they even watched it back. There was parts where a voiceover went over the top of a person. Exactly, exactly. And I was like, "Is that just me?" Like, no. Th- th- this guy's talking over, uh, and the voiceover's talking over the guy. Yeah, like it was ridiculous. <laughs> they just put it in the wrong spot on the um thing. It's some. It's like a cardinal sin. Where you're like almost like you've left music out of Get watched, Me Some Strange yeah, or something. Never, yeah, like last week. Yeah. Uh, uh, don't no, date no, the podcast. Don't make, no, no, still last. So time. what's champ? <laughs> So we've got Lake Champlain <laughs> yep. that is located in uh, on the border between uh, New York State, that. Vermont, and Quebec. Yes, uh, it is an area where thousands of years ago, great glaciers that covered Canada um, depressed the land and formed a sea, so that it was an area that once, back in the day, was the ocean. It was called the Champlain Sea. Mm-hmm. Then, over time, through glacial retreat. We had a lake form, and there is a potential theory out there that maybe during this time, um, 10, 11,000 years ago, when uh, at the end of the last ice age, that there were prehistoric creatures, mm-hmm. plesiosaurs maybe, correct, that were trapped by the changing environment, and as the lake transition from a salt water environment to a freshwater environment so did the creatures evolve to be able to survive in freshwater and now 10,000 years later there is a colony of plesiosaur living in Lake Champlain allegedly allegedly and they are occasionally sighted by members of the public mm-hmm. and these sightings go back to uh 1600 or so for the europeans uh earlier than that for the native americans and there's been sightings between uh then and right up to the present day yeah that was the one thing that did strike me is even though this documentary was so terribly put together there is so many sightings so many sightings there's a big board with lots of sightings on them yeah Um, and they even talked about something like there's a sighting just about every year since like 1970 something yeah 
uh, or a big flap around the 80s or 90s yeah. and it's still and they going. talk about newspaper stories dating back into like um the early 1800s with this then a big uh like it's like a big a big uh, newspaper story in 1819 something in the late 1800s where like there was a steamship crossing the lake that got rammed by champ that's right yeah and yeah. like people freaked out um, yeah there was a one of the higher ups who was famous i don't remember his name though um asking for the hide of the beast yeah for fifty thousand dollars or something in early 1900s wanting the hide which i'm just gonna say as a conservationist mm-hmm. that's very disappointing behavior yeah uh, i agree this, this is an endangered species dude yeah uh so it's it, and i think that's this is again this if you watch this documentary maybe just watch the first 25 minutes yeah like that's gonna be enough unless you want to see some absolute bunny boilers that are just they do i'm sorry but they do nothing for the credibility of of uh cryptozoology no they're, they're it's madness the people that are like yeah we're getting more and more high tech with our equipment we got tripods now and it's like okay <laughs> <laughs> there is there's there's two old men that drive around in the boat and they spend like they sleep in the boat they drive around the boat mm. um who knows what they get up to yeah yeah and <laughs> it's very questionable yeah uh, and and I, i'm like how do they fund this yeah, they need a job surely. To achieve what they're doing yeah um and they have this camera that they drop into the water, which is like an upskirt camera. For yeah. Like, it's like kind of gross. It's like the thing you, people get arrested for at shopping malls <laughs> for putting under the toilet rim or something like that. And yeah, it sits down just below the water's surface and looks up. Yeah, and to like see if snaps there's any a photo silhouettes. every five seconds or something. Like this is, happens at your local mall. Like dodgy guys put these in the toilet bowls and like take pictures <laughs> of like people doing this. Yes. And like, and they look like the sort of people that would be doing this as well. that be mm-hmm. arrested for that. Um, they're like yeah we have a boat we can sleep on the boat and like "Mm." other stuff Um, and there's another lady who goes and finds you know she's a another investigator and like at one point she's like i've recruited a diver and they this diver jumps into the water from the boat lots of footage of just like in the water on the water on the surface of the water he jumps he, he goes into the water on the boat and like the lake is so full of like this algae bloom and like so green and murky in the summer the entire like seven minutes of footage is just like blurry kind of like green murk murk. yeah none of it's edited down no this whole thing is this could be cut down yeah and you can literally say i got a diver uh, to have a look at a thing and you show a shot of a man jumping into the water and a shot of the footage for two seconds don't bore me with seven minutes of it when i saw this sort of it was obviously at the end of the day they'd made a like a four-part mini series on it i realized ah so this is why they're doing it because they're trying to fill content um i gotta say in between all this nonsense (laughs) there are a couple of really compelling tales i agree i totally agree and that's the real tragedy of it is that there are so many sightings there's so much kind of believability to it but it's just told in the worst possible way that's it literally could be 45 minute doco on it and it's an hour and 45 there's um a really famous photo it was taken in 1977 and they interviewed this um woman um Mm. sandra mancy and her photo is on display at there's like a little museum and Mm -hmm. the 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 curator of this museum seems quite legitimate she's one of the few people that i mean she doesn't claim to be a a, you know have sightings or anything she literally says you know 
I'm here and people like yeah. hearing t- stories about this. Thing. Like a lots of this is folksy tales and we'll touch on that shortly in more detail. Um, there's like local shops that are trying to make money off this. There's a place called Champ Vapes. There's a vape store Ugh. making money off Champ. There's a whole section at the end of this documentary. It would have been 10, 15 minutes long about the local baseball team. Yeah. And how they called the champs and how they got a graphic designer to come and make their logo a champ and how popular their mascot is. Yeah. So it kind of touches on the economy of this region and how they're just like prostituting champ to make money. Yeah. For themselves. The woman with the gift shop. The gift shop. Selling all the oh, all the tax. Tacky, tacky tat. wear. Yeah. So if we if we're gonna to try to break it down, um some of the more compelling sightings are the there's a lot of earlier sightings mm-hmm. which are quite compelling um, that go back to the early 1800s. There's carvings that have been found around the area from Native Americans of like this type of prehistoric type plesiosaur type creature. Yeah, another legitimate thing is one of those guys from the boat had a calendar of Ogopogle. Did <laughs> yes, you notice that? I did. Yeah, I did yeah. see Ogopogle he featured. <laughs> So he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, and then there's this 1977 Sandra Mansi um, um, photo. So it it's been described as a creature emerging out of the water, and you can see its back, and mm-hmm. it looks like uh, its head or neck out of the water, with its um, head at the very end. Um, and I've just got it right. It's here. a really long neck. Yeah. Yeah, that is. It's really. And it's probably the eh? best, the be- very, very best um, image of all um, being that's been captured. And there's been lot. There are other images that show kind of like the blurry kind of creature moving along the water and, and other things. But this one here actually shows a bit of a body, a bit of a neck. Skeptics are saying this is a a tree. This is like the if you mm. imagine a tree branch and a, maybe the trunk of the tree floating in the water mm-hmm. and there are lots of tree trunks floating in the water that's what they say you're sure mm-hmm. uh but this photo it looks kind of greeny um it doesn't really look like it and the witness seems pretty credible i mean i don't know her at all but um do you not i don't i oh, don't know sandra it's news to me i sandra assumed you were like oh hey sandy i don't know sandy i don't know her from greece yeah <laughs> She seems fairly uh, credible. And I, that's one thing that does come forward with us is that some of these people are kind of simple lake folk. Yep. And, yeah, <laughs> putting it politely. Uh, and they talk about they, their granddad saw it, their grandma yeah. saw it, their sister saw it, yeah. their cousin saw it. Like it's some, also their wife who saw it. There'll be, there was one guy, he was, you know, a bit of a, a, bit of a simple country, simple country folk. And he and his his brother were <laughs> driving over a hill, and they saw this thing like lingering in the shallows. Um, yeah, just saw it once, and that was it. And yep. wish he had a camera and all that. And th- this creature appears to like come out of the water sometimes. Like yep. it likes to hang out outside the water. Yeah, there was one theory that it was potentially some sort of undiscovered species of long neck turtle because it it did act like turtle type stuff where it would go up onto the boat ramps or go into yeah. scrub and things like yeah, that like leave the water and like there was a story where it had run across the road in front of a car or something and left like a big like tail trail yeah um 
you know, somewhat reasonable. And these are some of these are like these are the good parts of this documentary. Like following some of these bullshit investigators mm. and all the blurry underwater footage that takes I up loved seven the, minutes um, and the talking over somebody giving their evidence of seeing a champ. <laughs> I loved the underwater footage that was obviously all of all from the same camera, but had a crack in the lens. <laughs> and they just used it anyway. So my suggestion to these filmmakers and i i do like what small town monsters have done in some of their other documentaries they've done some pretty good stuff mm. is that let's skip the miniseries let's focus on like a 45 minute max documentary now we're talking let's pull out these credible witnesses or people with interesting tales <clears throat> and there's lots of these tales where someone driving across a bridge and look out the car window and like oh there's champ champ kind yeah batter up <laughs> <laughs> let's let's focus on these rather than some of this the nonsense that we have to put up with yeah the long exchanges of um you know i i, I just just mindless conversation yeah amongst some of the rambling people. it's not the thing is as a They're video editor time, you, you do you you pluck out sound bites and you build story around yeah. it and you use voiceover to stitch them together but it doesn't look like they've put in the time to do that it's just footage dropped onto a timeline just to make a time code up so potentially this may have been an earlier small town monsters documentary because some of the later ones we've seen have been much much better definitely got better um production values yeah less talking over each other there's lots of um little animations in it where i'm like that looks like someone in their first year of using the software because i've done that yeah it's still looting the ropes yeah um and there's there's a lot of cases where like you've got pictures of um champ and some of them are very poorly drawn as well. And, and I don't blame the the, um, the filmmakers for this. This is just their witnesses. But some of them are like, it's like, what are you trying to achieve? Here? Yeah. It's like it's like you've like you've sort of like when you leave a pen on and forget to click the biro off, mm. and you just sort of like scribble on the side of a piece of paper. Yeah. That's kind of what just rambles. Mm. Yeah. No direction. No point. No point. No beginning, no middle, no end. So speaking of that, we have a special musical number. <gasps> you brought a musical number. Yes. So uh, they do have a uh, a singy song in the stocko. Unfortunately, we couldn't find the exact song, but I think we probably found one a little bit better. Okay. Um, I'm interested. I haven't actually heard this end to end, but you want me to play a couple yeah, of... Yeah, yeah. I think... It's, so what does it run for? It's... um, oh, It's... Oh. Ah, spoilers. Oh. Spoilers, yeah. Uh, you sort of get the sense there. Yeah. Three, um, three minutes 54. Three minutes 54. Um, it's called Champ. Yeah. Um, the Lake Champlain Monster mm-hmm. by. Um, should we credit this person? I don't want them to find out we're doing this and get sued. Um, no, what we're doing is we're actually breaking Promoting, down the song and yeah. encouraging people to go buy it. So uh, it's by Stan Ransom, the Connecticut peddler. Who we cannot recommend enough. Yep. Uh, his album, I can. it's called um, The Adrondack Sampler. The best of the Adrone, uh, best of Adrondack traditional music. Uh, and it's available on Spotify. It's also on YouTube. And YouTube. So... Buy it yeah. on YouTube? If, um, yeah, if I'm sitting here on Spotify, if I'm listening to it and playing it a lot, he's going to get some money out of there. He might get like 0.0002 cents or something like that. Yeah. So there'll be some money coming. Um, if he's still alive, yeah. If he's still alive, we don't know. If you know if Stan's still alive, <laughs> reach out. Let us know. Um, so what we might do is just sort of play this now for you, and we'll have some comments. I feel okay. 
You so leave me. In- yeah, all right. We'll we'll, oh. we'll we'll start. We'll start now. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, um, Stan Ransom and the Connecticut Peddler. If you're ever in Upper New York State, whether to live or to camp. If you watch carefully, perhaps you may see that handsome lake monster called Champ. So I'll give I'll give Stan credit here. So he's got a good rhyme, Camp with Champ, right? Okay. Okay. So I'm happy with that. <laughs> what I'm unhappy about is handsome. Okay. So yeah. I've sat through like four hours of this fucking documentary. Yeah. Never was anyone said handsome. Never handsome. <laughs> no one ever said handsome. He is like a monster. Monsters aren't handsome. I don't know. Put a bow tie on a Sasquatch and you could buy me dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, let's get back to the song. Here's to our Lake Champlain monster, the king of the deep and the dam. We'll sing one more chorus to our dinosaurs, that lovable creature named Chan. Did that just say dinosaurus? Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that a thing? Um, so I guess Plesiosaur. Yeah. Technically a dinosaur, maybe? Yeah, but, but Dinosaurus. Like, that's that screams of couldn't think of anything to no, rhyme with whatever no, came before. Chorus. Yeah, chorus. More chorus. And I think you'll find this pops up a lot. Oh no. In, in this. So uh, I I give him credit for rhyming something with chorus. What else rhymes with chorus? Snorus Boris. <laughs> Aurora Borealis, Porus, Porus, yeah, Porus, Porus. Um, you could have like a such and such saurus, yeah, as in like they laid eyes Ro- on us. You kind of go raucous, but it doesn't quite rhyme. Well, if you think of like maybe that's, my, that's uh, maybe more antithesis, maybe if you, antithesis. Yeah, no, you mean uh, assonance. Oh, assonance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you think of like Eminem's raps? They're more assonance than actual. Yeah, rhyme. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You it, like you like Eminem, right? Marshall. <laughs> Just trying to think of some assonance from songs yeah. now. Anyway. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Well, let's let's, let's head back. See, head back to Stan. We see him come out in the springtime. As soon as the lake is unfroze, he gives us a scare, popping up here and there after his long winter doze. Here's to our Lake Champlain monster, the king of the deep and the damp. We'll sing one more chorus to our dinosaurus, that lovable creature named Champ. Now Champ is a famous attraction. Oh yes, he sure is a tourist delight. So this is more examples of people cashing in on Champ. Mm-hmm. Where they uh, again, it feels like he's being prostituted for these people. Champers, yeah, yeah. Like you've got their gift store bitch from the documentary. <laughs> this guy making like dollars from the song on Spotify, tens of dollars. You've got their vape guy. You've got the that little the baseball mar- team. The baseball team is that weird market thing on the waterfront. The baseball um, team said that they like hire out their mascot and stuff. Oh, they go to like birthday parties grand openings of things like what's champ getting out of this prostituted he's like getting he prostituted said. he's getting he's, prost- a, he's a whore <laughs> <laughs> he's 
Sorry, I... Come on. All right, let's, let's go back to Stan. The whore of the deep. The whore of the deep. They come up in droves to examine our coves and take pictures by day and by night. Here's to our Lake Champlain monster, the king of the deep and the dam. We'll sing one more chorus to our dinosaurus, that lovable creature named Cham. The first one to write about Champy was that traveler Samuel Champlain. Since he wrote out that line back in 1609, lots of people have seen him again. Here's to our Lake Champlain monster, the king of the deep and the damp. We'll sing one more chorus to our dinosaurus, that lovable creature named Champ. There's a fellow named Joseph Zarzinski, a man who is friendly and warm. I was wondering where he was going to go with Zarzinski, as far as the rhyme goes. So... I just don't know where to go with this. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, cryptozoologist Joseph Zarzinski wrote a book about Champ in 1988 called Champ Beyond the Legend. And it has that that photo from, um, what's his name? Sandy Sandy D. D. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sandy D or is that the Greece one? (laughs) Sandra D. So, Sandy M? I don't know. Anyway. M, yeah, Man- yeah, Nancy. M. Yeah. Sandy, so, Sandy D is the one from Greece. So he seems to be, he's got a, a, is a wee buy on New England travel. Okay. Um, about uh, about our dear friend Joseph Zazinski. Yeah. So he, uh, he says he's convinced that something definitely larger than a fish lives in Lake oh, Champlain. Like a turtle, which <laughs> yeah. we know about. And there's an article here about him called the the Believer. He's he's wearing a t-shirt with really really high shorts, in what I assume has to be like the 1980s. Yeah, June 1986 in Yankee Magazine. Mm. It's a picture of him with very very high very very high shorts. Um, he signs his he signs off as Zar. That's his. Oh, that's kind of cool. cool. Actually, I like that. Yeah, Zar Zar. So uh, he he's uh, trying to. Um, Trying, he's, he's trying to back in the 1980s he's he's 35 years old in 1986 apparently okay and he's uh aiming to recognize that uh something Ch- bigger is, than a fish is, is real <laughs> yeah yeah okay um a line here i think you quite like in his book uh zazinski or czar as he likes to be called yeah has cataloged more than 220 sightings of what he jokingly calls USOs <gasps> or unidentified swimming objects. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the witnesses include sea captains, Ooh. ministers, doctors, passengers on board the boat that says something like Tico Duranga, a high school principal, a state trooper, and Walter Hard, the Vermont editor and historian who wrote that he and his wife saw something out there that was definitely larger than any fish. Hence is quote about larger than any fish, I, I assume. <laughs> so that's uh, that's the Joseph tale of Zazinski. Zazinski, yeah. Let's get back to the song, you old sea captain. Now you know who he is. <laughs> He's proposing some laws to protect Champ because he is anxious to save him from harm. Here's to our Lake Champlain monster, the king of the deep and the damp. 
We'll sing one more chorus to our dinosaurus, that lovable creature named Champ. If you should meet up with dear Champy, now I'll tell you just what to say. Look him straight in the eye and smile and say, Hi, we're so glad that you've come here to stay. Just going to call Stan out here on the um, health and safety <laughs> premise of looking... So you see a sea monster, lake monster, okay. Um, you choose to look straight in the eye and, I guess, introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound wise to me. No. Um, this is a predator. This thing is, like, murdering under How do sea you animals. Know? How do you know? Well, how does he eat? Algae. <laughs> well, I guess it could be algae. It could be algae. Algae. I hear there's enough of it to make a documentary about. <laughs> I just think Stan's opening himself up to being his ass being sued mm-hmm. if he recommends that people look champ in the eye. The thing with um, it, though... And say, hi, like, you know, that's that seems like a risque behaviour. The whole thing with it is it's a really sad thing if you go suing anyone for anything, including copyright. Yeah. So, suing anyone for anything is a dick move. Yeah, particularly if you're using, like, I don't know, like, a piece of music to include on a Paul-rated podcast just to celebrate you know a national treasure and you know you would Agreed. take legal action against it yeah so. you just wouldn't do it it's just yeah. not the best thing to do like no. though you also wouldn't you know you wouldn't use someone else's ip without you know no giving them credit for it and, no definitely not you know paying your way so yeah yeah back back to stan <laughs> Here's to our Lake Champlain monster, the king of the deep and the dam. We'll sing one more chorus to our dinosaurus, that lovable creature named Champ. The best place to see our dear monster is outside the Bullwaga Bay Bar. After having a few, you may even see two, but then don't try to drive in your car. So he's not anti-health and safety. No, no, this is what's now confusing me. So he's like eyeballing the monster, but still, I know, that whole like lake residence against drunk driving type thing. Like, (laughs) I'm confused here, Stan. Um, I think he's on, like, I like his message here. Yeah. I would say keep your distance, like, you know, a safe distance more than. What's the Peter Brock one? Only a fool breaks the two second rule. Four seconds in the wet. Yeah, no, that doesn't apply here. I, I think, is I think it the same thing? No, 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 no. It's not quite the same thing. If you kids, you must remember every time you're no, in the car. No, that's McDonald's thing. Belt, belt up. No, so this is this is. I think the two things I wanted to call out here is drunk driving is bad. Make a click. Yeah, I, does that make I, well, a click? Still wear your seatbelt, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't recommend wearing a seatbelt when you're drunk driving. But that oh, also wow. sounds bad because if you if you have to drunk drive. Maybe wear your seatbelt. But also, no, that sounds also really bad. Like, don't drunk drive. Yeah. Okay, so don't drink drive. But if you have to drink drive... Be safe about be it. Be safe about it and wear your seatbelt. Which, which means you wouldn't have drunk... But don't drink drive in the first place. Yes. As per Stan's instructions. Correct. But also, also, contrary to Stan's instructions, don't, like, eyeball Monsters. champs. Like, don't be like... If you see champ, don't approach champ. Hmm. He, he deserves his bubble. Personal yeah, space. Yeah, personal space. Okay, so we've got don't drink drive. If you have to drink drive, wear your seatbelt. But don't drink drive in the first place. So still don't wear your seatbelt. And give champ his bubble. 
I need to distance myself from some of those um, messages. We can in the bubble. <laughs> Here's to our Lake Champlain monster, the king of the deep and the damp. We'll sing one more chorus to our dinosaurus, that lovable creature named Champ. We'll sing one more chorus to our dinosaurus, that lovable creature named Champ. Ints. Well, big thanks to Stan for joining us today. Thanks, Stan. Thanks, Stan. Special guest uh, contributor to the party. If we wanted to buy Stan's latest albums, where would we go? Well, we can go on Spotify and uh, you can you can stream it. Where else? Um, YouTube for free. <laughs> where else? Um, I don't know. Like this album says. Something about a 1994 award or something. So, uh, as we think we pondered earlier, we don't know if Stan's still alive. Mm. Um, but there's a whole lot on here. You can listen to Dance at Clintonville, One More A Lumber and Go, um, A Drone Dag Waltz. Um, there's plenty. Oh, wow, there's lots on here. Peggy Gordon's on here. She's on here. Uh, Is that the name of a song or a. Uh, it's a song, a yeah, yeah. Twenty-three songs, at one hour and five minutes. You while oh. away a nice hour there. Listen to Stan. I'll tell you where you can get it. I'll tell you right now. Right now. I'll tell you where once can you I get it. Right scroll now. down here. I'll tell you we can read about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Connecticut Peddler. <laughs> is that it, or is that the name of the band, or a song, or is this like a trading post? Uh, yeah, uh, it's he says Stan Ransom the Connecticut peddler. So okay, he's peddling things. So is that who he is? I don't know. I'm always wondering whether the mystery is is is, is better here. So we we end on a mystery of of you know one uh-huh. what champion. I found is, it, and also what the uh, you do. Yeah, you can buy it on iTunes. If, yeah, if I just had to find somewhere, you know, right, we're actually a pushing it. If thing. you still want to buy the song, um, no, you can. It's there. I'm sure, but I don't know of anyone who buys songs on iTunes anymore. But. Or listen on Apple Music, yeah, or Spotify. Um, do you want to go out to Stan? Sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> so that was our that was our 99th episode. It was. It was. One yeah. more to go, and One then we stop right yeah i think we always said 100 was all we we're going to finish so yeah, yeah. One, one one more time doing this we genuinely have said we'll probably go out on a round number yeah we just now got to assess is it next week or not yeah well there's two round numbers within that single number so yeah so we'll do next week's one and we'll reassess yeah we'll reassess and let's see if there's 101 nice all right well should we say goodbye good evening good night toodaloo and take it away stan If you're ever in Upper New York State, whether to live or to camp, if you watch carefully, perhaps you may see that handsome lake monster called Champ. Here's to our Lake Champlain monster, the king of the deep and the dam.